It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Chad and Zay. Hour number three on a Thursday. Sweet 16 gets started tonight. We've been breaking down those games, talking about the Longhorns, of course, getting ready for their game tomorrow night. A lot of national talk about Rodney Terry. Should you take the interim tag off and give him that head coaching job? Uh, All of those discussions. The Mavs and that crazy story last night as Mark Cuban protests a loss. And uh, we hit it all today. I'm Chad Hastings. He is Isaiah Collier. Zay, what do we have here to start the hour? Young Jeezy, Akon, Soul Survivor. Okay, there we go. Young Jeezy, I was not going to get that one. I nah, was you had not no yeah. going to get that one, no. All right, uh, let's jump into some more basketball conversation with a man who does love his college hoops. Heck, he loves it all. But he joins us on the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline. We hit him a lot in football season, but he is nice enough to talk some tournament with us as well. He is Brandon Lang. Check out BrandonLang.com. Check out the Believe Me Show with Cordell Stewart on the Believe Network. Brandon, how are you? What's up? What's up? What's up, man? Sweet sixteen time. What? Uh, how, how's that bracket looking as we head towards the sweet sixteen? Well, I I was probably one of the few people in the entire world, and I did come on your show last week, and I did say it. I was one of the few people in the entire world on any bracket on the planet Earth, Saturn, Pluto, <laughs> Mars, anywhere. That said, and I quote. Purdue will go out in the second round and Kansas will go down to Arkansas and they will be the two number one seeds that are gone. Did I not? That is true. That is true. We heard that. You, you did like that Arkansas over Kansas. That's true. And I, I was very pissed at myself that I didn't see Fairleigh Dickinson over Purdue. Now, you'll say, (laughs) B-Lang, you're out of your mind. There's no way B-Lang should have saw that. Well, your Honor, members of the jury, allow me to go back to the tape of last year's NCAA tournament when I took St. Peter's plus 14 over Purdue and they took Purdue out in overtime. Ooh, yeah. So, so if I had that, and Fairleigh Dickinson is kind of the same business model as St. Peter's. Guards that could go. St. Peter's had those three guards. They had a couple athletic, you know, forwards, and it just was a nightmare matchup for Purdue. I should have seen it. I should have seen the plus 23 and a half. And I'm still pissed about it right now. Mm, mm. I am. I'm, I'm still living. Yeah. So, all that being said, here we are in the Sweet 16. I should have made a lot more money last week than I did. I actually imploded. But, uh, Fairleigh Dickinson plus 15 and a half over Florida Atlantic on Sunday. You guys could have sent me your life savings at B-Lang, go to Circa, and just bet it all on Fairleigh Dickinson. It was one of those games where you're going to beat the Big Ten champions out of Purdue, a, a, num- a team that was ranked number one quite a few times this past year, and you were getting 15 and a half against Florida Atlantic. I was like, I, I was like, I, 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 
get beside myself. <laughs> I swear to God, it was it was one of those things where it was almost too good to be true. But you know, Florida Atlantic got up by eleven in the first half, and then they cut it to six, and it was never more than ten the rest of the game. Yeah, it, it was it was literally ridiculous. So take that momentum. Uh, last night, Utah Valley with with Mike Madsen, who played for the Lakers and is now coaching. Nice one over Cincinnati. And uh, we'll take that momentum into uh, into into the Sweet Sixteen and the Elite Eight. So I'm staying with Texas. Uh, I'm not getting off that Texas bandwagon. I think they're a matchup nightmare from here on out. Um, I told you guys that last week. Um, you know, I know what Texas is doing. I know what the administration is doing. They want that. They, listen, I'll put it in terms that only Lang would put it in for your Austin ESPN listeners. Okay. Mm-hmm. The administration at the University of Texas, they don't want the really, just the, 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 the seven on a scale of one to ten. You know, she's, she's kind of cute. Her body's okay, but she's not the first girl you're going to go in the bar and go crazy over. They want the dime piece. They want, they, want the, they want the girl that's just in the bar. She's it. Well, sometimes, guess what? The seven is a lot better than the dime piece. Give her boy the job. He's taken this team and, and done wonders with the situation he was in. And give Chris Beard credit, because Chris Beard left, as Bill Parcells said, Chris Beard left the fridge full of groceries, and my man came in and did some shopping, <laughs> rearranged the fridge a little bit. But he got this team balling, man, and, and it will be one of the, you know, one of the all-time shames if the University of Texas does not do the right thing because he's got a great rapport with the kids. He's got a great rapport with you know, and he was Chris Spears' number one recruiter. So you're never going to go wrong with giving the head job to the guy that that's spending most of the time in the living room keeping some up with these kids. So I love Texas, um, and I'm not I'm not getting off from that. Um, Michigan State, K State. Um, Michigan State's done an unbelievable job in this tournament, shutting down guards. Boogie Ellis of USC was averaging 19 a game. He scored 33 against Arizona, 34 against Arizona State, 27 against Auburn. Michigan State took him out of the ball game, held him to six points. Um, this kid Golick for for Marquette scored seven points, six turnovers, took him out of the game. And so, as Noel goes for Kansas State, so they go. Jamie Dixon and TCU in the Big Twelve champ in the Big Twelve tournament said, "We're, we're taking him out of the game. No matter what we do, we're taking him out of the game." And 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 you know what? We'll force other people to beat him. And TCU beat him, eighty sixty seven. And I think. Um, I think they held him to six points, two of six from the four, two of five from deep, seven points. Um, so they took him out of the ball game, and I think Tom Nez was going to do that. So I think Michigan State's the right side of that game, believe it or not. Um, I would leave Tennessee and FAU alone, um, and I'll tell you why. Because you don't know how the refs are going to call that game. If the refs are going to call it tight, then Tennessee's in trouble. If the refs let Tennessee bully a little bit like they did Duke, then, then FAU is going to have some problems. So I'm not, I'm not touching that game. Um, I don't think you can go against UConn right now. I, I don't. They're just playing tremendous basketball. And I, I wouldn't touch UCLA and Gonzaga for a million dollars. Um, Friday, um, <laughs> Friday, um, I actually like San Diego State's defense. I don't know if they can win the game outright, but their first two rounds and how their defense played, unbelievable. Um, Princeton falls in that same category as Charlie Dickinson against FAU. I know Curry's playing good, but you don't accidentally go 4-25 from three 
and beat Arizona unless you can play. And then against Missouri, who's a very athletic team, they just they just wire to wire, just tore them apart. And so getting 10 with the smart boys from Princeton, um, guys, I think it's too many. I, I really, really do. And so I'm going to... I'm going to jump all over Princeton plus the points. And then Miami and Houston, I still like Houston, um, but I'm going to take seven and a half with the Canes and Jim Loringa. I can't, going back to George Mason, I can't pass up Jimbo getting seven and a half in this tournament. Um, I think that game goes down to the wire. There you go. Let let me ask you if you could elaborate more on that Gonzaga-UCLA because it's, Minus one for UCLA, and they lost their Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Year in Clark. And Drew Timmy, what he's doing, well, 60% shooting. It looks like them at the number three seed. This is where Mark Few wants to be. You don't like them tonight or just too risky with Mick Cornyn and what he's doing there in uh, uh, Los Angeles, California? Two strippers break into my house right now, put a gun to my head and say, be lying. We're going to take you to lunch. We're going to go see a movie, but you got to pick the Gonzaga game first. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to lean towards Gonzaga, and we'll go grab sushi and we'll go see Creed three. That's probably what's on the docket if that happens. Um, so I would I would lean towards Gonzaga. Um, I'm such an I'm such a Cronin fan. I've met him. Um, I've I've took the horses with him at the Kentucky Derby. He's such a he's such a cool cat. And Julian Strother, uh, his dad's one of my best friends, and and um, so I'm kind of connected to to that as well. Julian Stock has been rising. He was high second round pick. He's now late, late first round team. He just continues to, to work his way up, which is so exciting for Lee and what he's gone through. Um, if you don't know the story, you should you should Google it. Julian and Lee lost their, their wife cooked to breast cancer. His one daughter Paige played at UNLV. Young too. Like I think Julian was four when he lost his mom cookie. Um, and Lee has struggled to support the family and with help of family and friends and, and Julian's just and it's gonna it's gonna pay off for him and the family, and there's nobody better. So that connection, I gotta kind of I gotta kind of go away. But being objective, I, I would lean towards Gonzaga just because I don't think UCLA matches up well with Gonzaga without that defender inside on Timmy. Talking with Brandon Lang. All right, Brandon. Uh, as we sit here right now, you gave us your thoughts on the you know the the Sweet Sixteen games. If you had to tell somebody your Final Four, as we sit here right now, how's that change? Who are your four teams that you think are getting to Houston? Well, I don't have the bracket in front of me, so I don't know. Um, I don't know. So Houston, if Houston wins, they play Texas. That's, that's yes. correct. It'd be Houston and Texas. Okay, Texas beats them, and then okay, uh, Alabama, Alabama beats Princeton or Creighton if they get by San Diego State. I think the San Diego State game goes down to the wire, and I will tell you this: if San Diego State upsets Alabama, as crazy as this sounds, San Diego State's going to the championship game. Wow! Okay, as crazy as that sounds. Yeah. As crazy as that sounds, if they, if they defensively beat Alabama, they, they're a scary team. Their, their defense is insanity, so, so we'll, roll, we'll roll that way. Um, on the other side, Michigan State, if they win, plays... Tennessee. Who? Tennessee. Okay. So, so then that's where, it ends for, that's where it ends for Michigan State, just because physically... But, but let me tell you this. I, I would have to go with Michigan State, just because... I think Izzo out, out coaches John Grisham. 
I really do. I think John Grisham goes down. Oh, man. I, I, I literally, oh, man. I literally think, I literally, look, look at Rick Barnes looks just like John Grisham. Don't tell me he doesn't look like John Grisham. Looks just like him. Seriously. Wow. Pull him up side by side. John Grisham's coaching the Tennessee ball. Uh, Rick Barnes is writing the new novel. Oh, my Elite God. Eight. Elite Elite eight. How about that? So, um, I'll write Michigan State to the Final Four, and then UConn. And UConn. UConn. Okay. Goes. Gotcha. UConn. Those are, and then there you go. Wow. I got so, t- I'm listen. I got to tell you, B-Lang, we've been talking for a long time. I don't know if I've ever heard you refer to Barnes as Grisham. That is brilliant. That is absolutely brilliant. And speaking of <laughs> and speaking of brilliant, there's a lot of people that go with the what if somebody broke in my house analogy, but only B-Lang makes the assailants strippers. Like, I think that really adds <laughs> something to it. That's what I like about that analogy. B-Lang puts it on a whole different level, man. Yeah, hey, hey, B-Lang, let me, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, because Jimmy Garoppolo up there, I don't know if you've heard about the chicken house offering free sex for him for life. Is this a good offer for him? First of all, that's not the spot Jimmy G's going to go. I guarantee it. And I guarantee you, your boy B. Lang runs into Jimmy G at either Sapphires, Spearman Rhino, or Crazy Horse 3. I guarantee you I will be breaking bread with Jimmy G at some point. Somewhere in Vegas, I assure you, me and Jimmy G, and then we can have that little conversation about the fact that when you finally move on date in the port, sorry, you went with the chubby Asian. Jimmy, Jessica, Tra- I mean, J- oh, Jimmy, Tiana Dior, Jimmy, there's so many other ones you could have had, bro. We got to talk. <laughs> Now, that's going to be good conversations. Once we get around to football season, that's where we'll expect some insider info uh, from the from those conversations. Hopefully we can get one more visit out of you before we hit Final Four in H-Town. That is Brandon Lang, brandonlang.com. Check out uh, the Believe Network and that Believe Me show that he's doing with Cordell Stewart. B. Lang, always a pleasure, sir. Enjoy the games. Thanks, boys. Thanks, right, B. Lang. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard him call Barnes John Grisham. That about flat flattened me. And yes, every time the analogy starts, I'm ready for there to be a stripper. Every time. Oh yeah. But I didn't realize the strippers were going to be holding Brandon Lang hostage. <laughs> what a strange thing to think up. You know, if strippers break into my house and hold a gun to my what? What? <laughs> That's fantastic. All right, there's uh, Brandon's thoughts on it. He ended up with Bama, Michigan State, Texas, and UConn when we pressed him there. Likes the Longhorns to keep advancing. He says he's going to stay on them right now uh, and definitely uh, is liking the uh, likes the UConn all the way through. That's interesting as a four seed, and we'll see if he's right. Michigan State now becoming, I think, a popular pick for some people because Izzo's just a guy you trust. Yeah. Tom Izzo, baby, this is what he does in March. Now, what he said about San Diego State, I'm right there with him. That defense Watching they those play. guys, they're so deep. They're so physical. And I don't, these refs, they're not going to backtrack and start calling ticky-tack stuff. Like, they don't want to be involved as much as possible. Yeah, they don't they want to happen. They want to let these guys play. And if coaches bitch about that, you're going to get that same treatment when you get the ball. So it just depends on yeah, if why your would, team. Why would you argue for over-tightness in a game? You don't want that. You're not going to argue that You way. don't want that. Yeah. But if you're used to playing that way in your conference, because that's how refs call it, like that's why Kansas State and Texas, they should thrive in this. Because in the Big 12, you aren't getting none of these calls. No. 
you're used to the physicality. So a team like San Diego State, Michigan State, Tennessee, Texas, Houston, all of those teams, they should be like, yeah, we love it. We want this. Yeah, that's a good point. Wow, when you're Princeton, FAU, those, you know, mm-hmm. mid-major teams, not so much. They need it called differently. They need it called a little yeah. bit differently, especially when they start playing better teams as they move along. Yeah, you're right. Texas and K-State, the good point. They are used to that physical Big 12 style. In fact, a lot of people don't know this. Do you know when they play games at West Virginia, there's only one official? <laughs> Did you realize that? No, that's not, that's not true. That's not true. They have rules and stuff. But it does feel like that sometimes. feels like Bob Huggins takes two of those guys and locks them in a bathroom. Oh, he'd take that. <laughs> he would take that. He'd take, uh, he would take that in a second. Thanks to Brandon for his time. Up next on this March 23rd, why does today matter? How about chips and dips and puppies all today? Plus, we got some good sports birthdays for you. A couple of big ones in ba- – actually, three big birthdays today in basketball and a couple of birthdays in the world of music. Got to give them their love as well. Stay with us. We will also tell you about one of the legendary golf courses in this this area it's getting a lot of attention this week including from us that's next on the horn let's take some calls from the request line calling number one hey man what's up this dominique from shady no trail what's up dominique i want to hear that song yeah. chad and zay all right i got that coming right up for you now shout out the radio station that gave you what you wanted All right, it is Thursday. We're rolling through. I got a feeling like this is not as easy as it seems. I've already heard the little John reference, but I feel yeah, like you got one. Is there? There's got to be something else involved here, though. There is. 24, 34, 46. Earring and a toe, as you know what you do with it. You're not gonna get this. That's the it's the voice right there. That's the other guy, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't think I am gonna get it. Yank, you're right. Who is it? Petey Pablo. Petey Pablo. Yeah, he's a couple hit wonder. I want to say one hit. He has a couple. I think you made recently made a Petey Pablo reference. I did. What we were talking about Eric Musselman, no shirt. Yes. Yeah. Petey Pablo has a song called. North Carolina, take your shirt off, swinging around head like a helicopter. <laughs> That's what it was. That's why you said Petey Pablo. Yeah. All right. Uh, that will go along with Megadeth, Paul Simon, Don Henley, and Foreigner today. Also had a young Jeezy beat earlier in the hour. Remember, uh, it is Thursday, and a few Thursdays ago, we started uh, this album swap discussion. We're skipping the, la- the We skipped last week. We're skipping this week. Next week, don't worry, we'll get back to it in this 2 o'clock hour. At 2 o'clock next Thursday, uh, we will get into uh, – we'll, we're, we're going to see if we can fit Brandon Lang in somewhere next week. Uh, we'll see if he still wants to do a little Final Four talk. But next week, we will get back to it at some point with the album swap. Zay's going to listen to Back in Black by ACDC. I'm going to listen to Iron Man by uh, Ghostface Killa, which is appropriate because ACDC was featured prominently in the Iron Man movie. So it just all works together. Ah, it's beautiful. okay, cool. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, plus, we've got more albums coming. Uh, we'll, we're getting albums that are a little bit outside of our comfort zone for each one to listen to. So we're uh, going to be doing that. And at some point, I'd also like to figure out, we're going to figure out some albums that neither of us have ever heard that we're going to review. That's going to be really interesting. 
Got to try to figure out which ones we need to go with there. So all that's uh, coming up on the music side. We got a lot of sports, obviously, with the uh, Sweet 16 coming up tonight. And, of course, right now out at the Austin Country Club, you've got the match play going on. I was looking at some highlights over here, and, man, there is some wind blowing out there. Going to be a challenge for them, as always. Uh, And remember, the Golf Tour of Central Texas, powered by Callahan's General Store, it's back this month, and we are shining the spotlight Guess where? On Austin Country Club, since it is hosting the event. It's the last time Dell Match Play is going to be there. You can go take a tour with Aaron Hogan and golf pro Omar Uresti. They take in a few holes, admire the Austin skyline, and take a deep dive into the history of Austin Country Club. They'll tell you all about it. Visit hornfm.com, click on the Golf Tour of Central Texas tab, and thanks to Callahan's General Store for being a great partner on that one. All right, it is March 23rd in addition to the Sweet 16. There are other reasons why today matters. Let's get into it and bring your chips. Why Today Matters, brought to you by Sinus and Snoring Specialists. Get sinus and snoring relief with Dr. Daniel Slaughter at Sinus and Snoring Specialists. 512-601-0303 or sinussnoringent.com. And bring your chips and your popcorn. And for this one, this first one, you might want to bring brass knuckles and uh, maybe a bat. Michigan State and K-State get us started tonight on TBS. 530 on that tip. Then Arkansas and UConn. Then FAU Tennessee. Gonzaga UCLA rounds it out. So the bottom of your bracket is going to get some progress tonight on TBS and CBS for the TV side. Uh, but it is also today's a national chip and dip day. So when you think chip and dip, are you a first off, you could be a no dip guy if you want to be. But when you think about it, are you going to go? Are you more of a queso guy? Are you a salsa guy? Are you like just a good ranch dip? Are you doing some crazy, you know, flavored dips? What do you like? Big queso guy. Queso. That's my go-to. Okay. Yeah, I need some type of meat inside the queso. Okay, queso with meat. Like ground um, beef. With you. You know, doesn't matter. Chorizo, whatever. Okay, so you can go beef, sausage, Yeah, it don't matter. What about White the, cheese, regular what, yellow, it what, don't matter. What about the refried beans in the queso? Not my thing. Not your deal. Okay. Not my thing. I know Kirby Lane does that, which it's I love Kirby Lane's queso, but I get the one without the beans. Gotcha. Now on your queso, you need it to be a little thicker or a little thinner? Um, Where do you go? I'll take both. Okay. Just Mazda tastes good. I don't like my queso to be too drippy. Oh, really? I need a little viscosity to my queso. See, with that, it depends on the chip. If I have a nice thick chip that could sop up any type of queso, it don't matter. Yeah, no, I'm going to assume I have a strong chip. Okay. I'm with you. Yeah, I don't like a weak chip. No. As soon as I find out we've got weak chips, I change my strategy. Yeah. Everything has to change. (laughs) Everything has to change. Chip and dip day today. Also, it is National Puppy Day I've waited till now to do it because the Specs text line would melt for a whole show. Are we talking like dog puppies or are we talking like Jerry King puppies? Not Jerry the King Lawler puppies. This is actual puppies. Okay, just making sure. So for the rest of the show, I want pictures of your dog on the Specs text line, 337-3776, or send it to us on Twitter, at chastings1049 or at ain't that underscore Zay. Only, Only caveat, a year or younger. Actual puppies. I I call my dog a puppy, but she's ten. I don't want a picture of your eight year old dog. That's on yeah, national. I still call my dog puppy. Yeah, that's National Dog Day. Yeah. This is Puppy Day. I want the cutest puppies that you have out there. And if someone does want to send me a picture of Deborah McMichael in her prime, then I'm not going to say no to that either. <laughs> or Sable 
or Tristratus. That's oh, just oh man. Hey, yo, Sable had two Playboy spreads. You remember that night when Sable when they did the bit where Sable and Mark Mara, where Mark didn't want her to be sexy. And Mark turned around, and she took that robe off, and she was wearing like the skimpiest thing anybody had ever seen in a wrestling show, and just blew our minds. And he sold it so well, like he wanted her to cover up. Yeah. And ah, and Jerry Lawler looked like he was about to have an aneurysm. <laughs> oh, so great, so Puppies. good. National Puppy Day. Hey, Lawler got one of the recent biographies on A and E. I got it on the DVR. I haven't watched it all yet. But. Yeah, mine are just stacking up. They're waiting, ready to go whenever I'm ready. It's a ton of them, man. Yeah, I'm starting to go through that one. We just had Kane, Jerry Lawler, and Paige all got biographies on A and E. Man, it was a sad day when I found out Kane and Undertaker weren't brothers for real. <laughs> really? That was a sad day for your boy. I that like, one what? Got you. what? You thought, of destruction? You thought, ain't, what? So, so you no wait. At that point, did you think the whole thing was a shoot, or no? I thought they were brothers for real. But I'm but Paul Bunyan. I thought that all I bought all of it. But at the time, did you think it was all any any of it was scripted, or did you think it was all legit? I thought it was all legit. You thought it was a sport. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah, that's an extra no, layer. Even when I found out, even that when you found it was out scripted. about all that stuff, yes. you still thought they I were brothers. Still thought they were brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. There's some great moments for Jim Ross over the years because he's probably the best announcer ever. But that night when he starts screaming, that's got to be Kane. That's got to be Kane. Oh, so good. So good. Now, back to the queso discussion. Yeah. You have to get queso in town. Where are you going? Like, you have to get it. Um, it don't matter how far it is. You got to get it. The right over here is a taco deli. Theirs is really good. That's one of my favorites. Okay. Um, Chewy's is good. Yeah. Uh, the, my my favorite one is actually not around anymore. I was I loved the Magnolia Cafe queso. Interesting. Loved it. Loved it. Cause they put the big hunk of guacamole right in the middle, right. and then I'd mix that up the queso and the guac together. Oh, it was heavenly. But then they they are not there anymore. So yeah. Rest in peace to the mag queso that I used to get over on Lake Austin. Yeah, yeah. See, where where are you going? Kirby's is good. You mentioned Kirby Kirby's Lane. Is good. That's Kirby's a really is good, good. That's a good queso too. Now people are gonna just clobber me for this. I don't get the hype of Max L Rancho queso. It's good. Never it's had really it. good. The Bob Armstrong. Yeah. Now that's got a lot of stuff in it too, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, they got a lot going on. It's, I've never had it. It's really good, but. Does it separate from others that I had? Like Marty's, Diablo So Fool? Come on. Nothing beats that in my book. I've never had Marty's queso. Yo, it's serious. They have different ones. Make sure you get the Diablo So Fool. Excuse me? Diablo So Fool. Diablo So Fool. Diablo So Fool. Maybe So Fool. I don't know. Diablo So Fool sounds good when I say it like that. Yeah. It sounds much better than when <laughs> I say it. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. And when you say Diablo, that makes me just think it's like spicy. No, nah, it's not spicy. Got no? Pico de Gallo and stuff. It ain't too spicy. Sounds like you and it I. That's a kick. It sounds like you and I need to make some queso runs, is what it sounds Yo. like. Because if I've never had. I've never had the Bob Armstrong, so I, I'll be glad it's to good. go. I'll go taste test. It's good, but I've heard people just say, like, they'll go to bat for it. It's yeah. the best in town, this and that. I'm like, yeah, it's been around a long time. Right. So oh, it I, has that. It was crea- wasn't it created for a politician? Is that, I don't know. Details it was on that. Either an owner at the restaurant or a politician or somebody that was there, and they needed a little more than just the queso, and he told them to put something in the queso. And they created that idea, and it's just stuck all these years. I think I'm right on that. Yeah, Torchies uh, is on point, too. Oh, Torchies, Torchies is good. Torchies is on yeah, point. Yeah, good call. 
Good call. Shout out to Torchies as That's well. That's spicy. Chip and dip day today. Uh, also National Tamale Day, so we'll just add it all in there. If you're going to a great Mexican food place, get some chip and dip. Get some great tamales as well. That will work for you. And also, Zay, we've got a, just a couple of birthdays. We've got musically... Uh, the late Rick Ocasek from uh, the Cars would have had a birthday today. And Shaka Khan hit 70 today. Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan. The beautiful Shaka Khan. Beautiful, talented Shaka i got to go back and listen to some of that Rufus stuff. That's where I missed her. I'm too. I'm not the right age for the Rufus years. Right. I need to go back and hear some of that where it's like the straight up funk with Shaka Khan singing. Uh, Shaka Khan was just in the headlines for the wrong reasons. Really? Like roasting somebody. Like, not giving somebody props. I think it was Mary J. Blige or something. Weird. Where she was like, yeah, I heard Mary J. Blige sing something somewhere, and people were comparing it to Shaka, and Shaka was like, don't compare that to me. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So she, like, yeah, she, she had to apologize. She was like, I love Mary, or I love whoever did this. But, yeah, Shaka, she a little prideful. Okay. I dig it. Uh, Basketball-wise, one of the greatest coaches in women's basketball, maybe the greatest, Gino Ariema, 69 today. Mm, yeah. I know you're a fan. Uh, he went <laughs> I to stand that, He dude. went to Westchester University in Pennsylvania, if you don't know that old school. Like, I get it. He's good. He's had top-tier talent. I love me some Rebecca Lobo. Sue Bird, Tarasi, love them gals. Mm-hmm. But when you're picking fights with like Don Staley and Pat Summit during like her era, during her tenure, and they make it like 30 for 30 on the beef that y'all had, like you realize you're having beef with another woman, right? Like I get it, you're in women's college basketball, I get it. But come on, Gino, like let's, let's chill. You think you should calm down on the beef because she's a woman, or do you think? Yeah, yeah, yes. Okay, have but some respect. A beef's a beef, though. Have some respect. Okay, like you get the best talent almost out of anybody for the last thirty years. Let's have some respect. Hey, when Pat comes at you, she comes at you. She, yeah, she's, just let she's, it go. she's not laying off at you because you're a man. And just let it go. Okay. And just let it go. If a woman's out here trying to curse me out, I'm walking the other way. <laughs> Dude trying to curse me out? All right, dog. Let's get it. That's uh, fantastic. 69 for Gino today. Moses Malone would have been 68 today. Rest in peace, man. I always forget Moses is not around anymore. He's going to live forever in my mind. Foe. 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 He didn't just say it. I think they did it when he said it. That's the best part. Actually, I think they might have gone. I think they won. I lost one. Four, five, four. You're yeah, right. he I think they said lost one. He said four, 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 and they went four, five, four. God, that team was cold. Moses was awesome. Yo, Moses was awesome. We talk about boom for Xavier. Yeah, having an awkward game. Andrew Tony's game was very unique at that era. Mm-hmm. Shooting pull ups and stuff like fast break pull up jumpers and coming off the bench doing multiple things. Andrew Tony. Everybody loves talking Mo Cheeks and Moses Malone, Dr. And J. Yeah. Andrew Tony was a dude. Tony was great. Yeah, I love that team. Love that 83 Sixers team. Bone, Bobby Jones. Come on, man. One other happy birthday. He was there last night watching the Mavs mess in street clothes. Kyrie Irving is 31 years old today. Happy Damn. birthday, Kyrie. Get well soon or load management. 
good luck or whatever. I don't know why he wasn't playing last night. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, I bet he was glad he missed all that mess. And nobody had to ask him about what happened in that game with the weird call in the third quarter that the Mavs' entire staff and organization messed up on. All right, coming up, we will get you stems and seeds before we get out of here. Ball Don't Lie coming up. Longhorn Blitz podcast at 7 right here on The Horn. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. But a lot of folk, man, they still be looking like they don't know who I'm here. Chad and Zay. Just about done with a Thursday show. Zay, should I know it? Yeah, you should know it. This is the guy you always throw out there. It did sound like T.I. when it started. Yeah. Yeah. It did sound like T.I. when it started. By the way, I saw a little blurb on T.I. this week. There's a lot of stories about negativity and badness. So I just read this story that T.I. just donated a bunch of computers to Houston Tillotson. Oh, word? Yeah. Nice. That's the alma mater. I like that. I know. I thought you'd enjoy that. Yeah, shout out to Tip. Apparently, T.I. Now, what is the difference in T.I. and T.I.P.? And do you say T.I.P. or do you say Tip? Or what do you do? Nothing. A lot of rappers have nicknames. Okay. What does he prefer there? Tip or T.I.P.? Was that like, was there there, the... I think a certain person gets to call him Tip. Okay. But everybody calls him T.I. Everybody else would be T.I. Yeah. But then there's al- I know there's albums where Yeah, you- T.I. versus Tip. Yes, exactly. Mm. So it's like alter egos fighting each other. <laughs> right. I do like that. I like that. Creating characters and getting into all that. Well done. All right, so T.I. rounds it out. We had Petey Pablo earlier this hour. That young Jeezy beat started the hour. Megadeth, Paul Simon, Don Henley, Foreigner, all on the show today. Hope you're having a great day on this Thursday. And we know you'll be having a good evening if you love your college basketball because Sweet 16 is coming. Michigan State and K-State are going to start it off. We'll get you the others lined up. Plus, a Cowboys update here in Stems and Seeds uh, is coming. Real quick before we do that, let me give you that racing update. Rodney Rodriguez of Revved Up ATX going to be live at a couple places this week. Join him out at the Speedy Stop Thursday 3 to 6. So that's coming up here obviously in 10 minutes and we'll get started for the three hours this afternoon. East Palmer and Harris Branch Parkway is where he's going to be. East Palmer and Harris Branch Parkway at the Speedy Stop. Rodney's going to be live. They're going to be hosting the four loco race team driver Ryan Ellis. Details on the events and calendar page at hornfm.com. Also tune in Saturday at 11 and Sunday at noon as Rodney takes the revved up ATX show out to Coda for the NASCAR races. All right, let's get you stems and seeds. It'll include a kind of a cowboy update, former cowboy update. How about that? No stress, no seeds, no stems, no sticks. Brought to you by AV Consultations, 255-8678 or go to avconsultations.com. Again, Michigan State and K-State starts it tonight on TBS. Then Arkansas and UConn. Musselman starts with the shirt on, but will he end that way? We'll see. That's on CBS. FAU Tennessee then on TBS and Gonzaga UCLA to round it out. Zay, real quick, give me winners. 
You like Michigan State? No, Kansas you're State. K-State. You're going K-State. Kansas State. All right. Uh, yeah, I'll go K-State as well. UConn over Arkansas? UConn. UConn. Tennessee beats FAU? Yeah, Tennessee. And Gonzaga? Gonzaga. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Give me this update on a former Cowboy here. I'm, I'm rooting for him to find a landing spot. Yeah, looks like Ezekiel Elliott has broke down where he wants to go play, and it's the Eagles, the Jets, and one more team. I just lost you said the article. You say Cincinnati and the Bengals, in the break? Yes. And Cincinnati. And Cincinnati, which I'm going to ask Zeke this. They want you? <laughs> I get you wanted to go over there. All those teams have championship aspirations. But do they want you, Mr. Yeah. Lost? three steps. How dare you? Are you telling me that he's the guy on one side of the prom saying, hmm, do I want to ask her to dance or her to dance or her to dance? And then the response is, well, they're all going to say no, so why would you? What? You think you get to dance with one of them? That's what I'm saying. Don't be delusional, <laughs> Zeke. Don't be like Cam Newton. Do not. Understand what your worth is. Understand what your value is. Don't get all crazy. If you want to be a number three, then maybe go look at the Eagles and the Bengals. But you know Zeke ain't trying to be no number three. I feel like I have a sense of two of those teams running back rooms. I'd have to look at what the Jets have. What do the Jets have at running back? They got Brees Hall. Okay. That, I, I don't know. I forgot about Brees then. Because to me, Zeke's got to be your I mean, he's got to be your secondary guy, obviously. Like he had become with the Cowboys. Your secondary, maybe eight to ten carries kind of guy, and you hope there's some physicality there. But he's also got to go to a team that devotes themselves to running, really give him a chance. There were times last year where I thought we were seeing a little bit of the old Zeke, but Kellen Moore wouldn't fully commit to it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't the, know where he ends up. The guy could block, and we mentioned Elijah Moore yesterday with the Jets and the problems that he had. Gone. Cleveland just traded them. Yes. I'm glad you brought that up because the second round pick they got back, that's what they're going to probably put together to try to get Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Hopefully that'll get done so we can stop talking about the if and then talk about the win of Aaron Rodgers. Good grief. All right. Ball Don't Lie is coming right up with Rod and Harge, and then it's Longhorn Blitz podcast. Football never dies around here. They're always talking Longhorn football on that show. We'll be back for a Friday show tomorrow. And oh, yeah, we'll be previewing Texas and Xavier in the Sweet 16. Have a a good one. Enjoy those games tonight. See you.